This is Pixel Pairs. Thanks for listening. This is our first episode. I'm Shelby, and this is Oscar. Hey, guys. So Shelby and I talk a lot about games, culture, and living in the Bay Area, and we wanted to share that with you. So we created this podcast. The, I guess the first thing we should do is introduce ourselves. I'm from originally from Miami, Florida, not Ohio, and I'm a programmer who works in the game industry. And I'm a digital designer, and I'm originally from Hawaii. Awesome, Shelby. So I guess the first thing we should do is tell me a little bit about some of the games you've been playing lately. A game that I've been very, I've invested a lot of time in lately is Stardew Valley. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. I haven't played much about it, but like I used to play a lot of the Harvest Moon games, so I think I kind of know what it's like. Can you tell me a little bit, like, what is the game about? It's a life simulation game as a farmer, and you go through seasons, you make um, different harvest you could sell, you build relationships with people, your general life simulation game, but just as a farmer. Cool. But I, I saw that you could also go into like caves and you can mine and you can like marry people. Definitely. So that is unique. Um, you live in a town and there's many different tasks you could do from fishing. And I just started, um, so I haven't finished one year. I think I still have the winter season left before I go back into uh, spring. But yeah, it's pretty fun. I like the music. I like the graphics. And I think it's very cute. That's cool. And uh, yeah, anything else? I know you like to play on your 3DS a lot. Yes, yes. Um, another life simulation game that I really love is Animal Crossing. And I just got my 3DS back from Japan because in order, I stream on Twitch, but in order to stream for 3DS, I needed to have a card capture installed into my 3DS. And I found a company, I think it was Katsukitty. Yeah, Katsukitty. Yeah, Katsukitty right. online. You ship it to Japan. I just recently got it back. So I'm extremely excited to start streaming my Animal Crossing. I'm kind of scared though. Because it's been a while since I've been on Animal Crossing, so I think all my villagers laugh. I'm not <laughs> sure. It's going to be a very interesting stream. Yeah. Also, for anyone else interested in like streaming their 3DS, it is not a cheap endeavor. It's actually pretty expensive, and Capsa Kitty takes forever to send you back your 3DS. Um, but it yeah, works, like, though. I mean, yeah, it, it seems like it works. We tried it. It seems kind of cool. Yeah, I want to try to like stream some of my Zelda games on there too, and like Pokemon Sun and Moon come out in November, which is gonna be awesome. So, what are um, some games that you've been playing lately? So, I'm still extremely obsessed with Overwatch. Blizzard really knows how to, you know, take control of my time. Um, luckily, I don't play World of Warcraft anymore, but I know like Legion just came out, which is like a new expansion for that. Your brother's probably playing that. Maybe. <laughs> I um, don't know. Yeah, I mean, Overwatch is just like, it's such an easy time sink. I used to be really into League of Legends, and I kind of stopped playing League of Legends because it was taking way too much time of my life. Um, also, games in League of Legends take like 40 minutes plus, whereas uh, in Overwatch, they take like 10 minutes or something for a game, which is pretty cool, so... That, that gives me, like, time to, uh, you know, every time I want to say, like, oh, I'll just play one more game, it's a much shorter amount of time. But other than Overwatch, I have been playing a lot of uh, indie games lately. So I'm a member of Humble Bundle, which is, like, this online, you know, kind of it's kind of like Steam, where you, like, you buy a game and, like, they give you stuff. But they have this thing called Bundles where you kind of pay whatever you want, and you just get, like, a ton of games for that kind of thing. 
And a lot of the games that they give you are indie games. They're like small experimental games or, you know, it depends on what kind of bundle you get. Like they're different. So and, it's uh, a subscription service? So they do have a subscription service now. It's called Humble Monthly. But okay. even if you don't want the subscription, you can also just, uh, you know, purchase games on their store or wait for them to release like a specific bundle of like 10 games or something. Um, so I've been playing a couple games on there, especially uh, Soma recently. It's a very uh, scary game. Made by, uh, I think it's called Friction Games. They're the people who make uh, Penumbra, Overture, and Amnesia, The Dark Descent, which are way scarier than I want to play ever because I am weak and I'm a scaredy cat, <laughs> and those games really scare the shit out of me. I've been wanting to play a good horror game. I think I tried to play Amnesia this week, but it wasn't really doing it for me, but I only played... Um, for 15, 20 minutes, and then my mouse started acting erratically, and I couldn't be able to move, and that's just a bad thing when you're playing a horror game and you can't move, so... Yeah, well, that's probably because, like, you're playing on your Mac. Yeah. So, everyone should know that, like, I play on a PC Master Race, so I don't have any of the Mac problems that Shelby has. Um, so, like, w games for me work fine, but Shelby has a lot of issues for the few games that she's even allowed to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, we also play on a PS4, but we don't stream on a PS4. We should start, though. We, we've been playing a lot of Overcooked, and yeah. we're actually pretty good. We got, like, three stars in pretty much everything. And uh, even though it's impacted our relationship very negatively, she screams a lot during that game. No. No, I don't think I scream a lot. I think I'm very encouraging. <laughs> <laughs> encouraging, very loudly encouraging. But, um, but yeah, I mean, so that's kind of some of the stuff we've been doing. But I know there's one very special game that you finally were able to play. Yes. Um, I've been sick for a few weeks. I started this game. I was extremely into it. It's called Firewatch. And um, prior to knowing about this game, I because I'm a designer, I saw an article on one of the blogs I follow for this guy named Ali Moss, who... He did uh, the artwork and I looked at his portfolio, loved his work and overall just like the marketing for this game and what I've seen, it looks very beautiful. So I really wanted to play it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, everyone probably knows this already, but Firewatch actually came out last year and it's made by a studio called Camposanto, which is actually here in San Francisco. Pretty cool. So if any of the Camposanto people for some reason are listening to this, you know, invite me to your office. I would love to check it out. But yeah, Firewatch came out last year. It's about a guy you play. His name is Henry. Yes. Um, and well, we're going to go into spoilers a little bit later, but the main premise of the game is a lot of stuff has happened in your life and you kind of want to get away from it all. So you become a Firewatch uh, ranger in Wyoming, in Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, very beautiful. So because you're a Firewatch and because you're in Wyoming, there's going to be a lot of things like looking at a map and um, hiking. And rocks. There's a lot of rocks. A lot of rocks, uh, going through caves, uh, rock climbing. So a lot of actions you have to do. And then you have a walkie-talkie because there's another fire watcher, I guess, adjacent from you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess like there's, there's a lot of these fire watch people, but as a fire watch... Ranger, I guess, you are basically in control of overseeing a certain area of the park. Um, and like your area of the park is, you know, you're there and there's, yeah, you have like this one other person 
that's kind of near you watching another part of the park. Her name is Delilah. And uh, we're going to talk a lot more about her in a bit. But I guess, like, before we go into specific parts of the game, what are your overall thoughts? Like, if you had to rate it from, like, 1 to 10, what would you give it? I would give it... I would give it... I know I sometimes I do a lot of, like, decimos, but I said earlier <laughs> 7.8 to 8. <laughs> yeah, 7.8 to 8 sounds like such a Shelby number, you know? So... Like, you know, it's not it's not as bad as a 7.7, but, you know, she can't actually give it the 8.1 because that's too much. So 7.8 to 8 is what Shelby's going to give it. Um, I would give this game a 7.5. And okay. uh, that's I think that's good. That's yeah, not like yeah. a 10, you know, like there are very few games I think deserve a 10. Shout out to Mega Man 2. But um, yeah, I mean, like, it's, I think it's a really good game. It's also like a, a pretty short game. You know, you can finish it like in an afternoon or like a day or something. And uh, I think it's totally worth it. And it's been out for a long time, so it's kind of cheap now. I think everyone should buy it or play it. So yeah, I mean, that's like, it's a good game. You should check it out. But now we're going to start talking about. Uh, very specific things that might get into a little bit spoilery, so just, you know, look out for that. Um, but before that, you know, the very first thing, you know, the, one of the reasons why Firewatch is so popular is because it is beautiful. Like, it is an incredibly gorgeous-looking game, aesthetically. And, like, Shelby can talk a lot more about that, because she's a designer, and I'm just, like, a, ple- a peasant programmer. <laughs> um, but, you know, even as a programmer, I can tell that it is a beautiful game, and it probably took a lot of work to get it to look like that. But, I think yeah. everyone can appreciate beauty, but what I really appreciated appreciated was the different sections um, through this Firewatch location where, you know, there were different plants and then the different, um, you could look up at the sky, you'd see the sunset, you'd see the stars, and I felt really immersed in that beautiful location when I was there, even if there was craziness happening around me and it still felt very calm. For the most part, I felt calm playing the game. Totally. Until I, I was lost. <laughs> I kind of felt like I was in a painting a lot of the time. Like like I was in a still. Like if I just stopped moving and just observed like the nature around me, it, it was really good. And uh, it does do an amazing job of making you feel like you are in the wilderness. Um, for example, like, I mean, the game is not a horror game. They're like, there's, it's definitely not a scary game. But there are parts where like you feel really lonely and or like you know maybe you're not so alone in the game because you know you have this constant person talking to you but it definitely uh the artwork really makes you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere in this park alone and that's kind of cool it makes you observe the nature a lot more so definitely um prior to starting the job as a fire watch there was a long intro with uh choices so the game starts off you're given a lot of dialogue, you get to choose uh, different choices, you learn a little bit of back history of your character, his name is Henry, and his wife, and you make those choices, and then the fire watch begins. Yeah, I guess let's talk about the storyline a little bit now. So, um, so yeah, so the game, when you start out, you're in, like, Wyoming, but there's, like, a little... I guess, like, a prelude kind of thing where, yeah. you know, it kind of, like, tells you a little bit about your, your history. Like, why are you at, like, why are you in this park? Why are you becoming a Firewatch Ranger? And so it starts out, and, like, I played this a year ago, so my memory is not as great as Shelby's right now. But from what I remember, um, you fall in love with this girl who goes to grad school, right? Yes. And uh, her name is Julie? Julia. Julia, Julia. 
Um, and Julia, you know, you and her hit it off. You meet at a party. Um, well, I guess this is when, like, the choices matter. Uh, and it's kind of cool. Like, in the beginning, you get the choice of you're in this party and you either get to talk to her or or you can skip, right? And, like, have her notice you in a way. Like, there's, it's not, like, there's a reason she comes to talk to you and you guys hit it off. And, like, she thinks you're funny. You say, like, a joke or something. Um, and then it kind of skips to different moments of your life with Julia. For example, um, you guys end up getting a pet and you can choose between a big, strong, like German Shepherd kind of dog that you like or like a small, annoying dog that Julia likes. <laughs> and you get to make that choice whether you want to get her dog or your dog. Um, you go through other things like, you know, your marriage, you guys end up together. And then some of the bad stuff starts happening, right? Yes. She gets sick. And she's not able to continue. Well, she moved away um, from Henry to pursue just an opportunity. And during that time, she's there. I don't know if yours differed from that storyline that I had, but she got very sick. And then because of that, you know, you had choices if you wanted to take care of her if you wanted to put her in a care home and then so a lot of emotional choices in the beginning of the game and then what I chose to do was my character decided that you know she should be in a care home and then her family was taking care of her and for the summer I just wanted to escape that and then I go and become a fire watcher yeah so does she does she die like I don't remember, but no. she's definitely like no, in a really she's alive. Bad, okay, mm, whatever. Okay, <laughs> but she's definitely like not in a great position, and uh, and yeah, you end up kind of like running away from that past. You end up just going to literally a remote park, you know, fire watching for the summer. So I don't know if you guys know much about what fire watchers actually do, but it's literally you watch fires. Like you're in a tower in a national park or something that, you know, a forest fire, for example, and uh, you, like, watch that stuff. You make sure that the things are controlled, and then you can call, like, firefighters and things that you need. So um, it's a pretty simple job, I think. I mean, maybe not. I've never actually done it in real life, but from what the game showed me, it seems pretty simple. You kind of just, like, watch out. But a lot of hiking, and you really have to be physically in shape, and I was not aware of just fire watching being a job. Yeah, like, I think yeah, with, yeah. like, technology right now, that would take over in some sense where, like, I don't know who <laughs> just would alert. <laughs> you um, know, like, you could sense, oh, there's, a, I don't know, some smoke. and But, you know, that was an interesting learning experience, like, to what this profession does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's funny you say that you have to be... There is a lot of hiking involved. Like, even in a game, there's a lot of, like, movement around, like, you know, miles and stuff. And, uh... You know, you play as Henry, and Henry is not, like, a young, in-shape guy. He's kind of, like, you know, middle-aged, kind of fat. Like, he... It's funny, because, like, you know, you sprint and stuff in the game, and, like, you see him struggle, like, trying to climb the ropes and stuff like really? that. Really? It's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I thought mm. so. I mean, uh, he is kind of slow. I mean, not as fast <laughs> I I would, but I it's feel like, like Call of Duty. you would want to, like, take your time, you know, taking the scenery, so that could have just been a choice. But I never felt like it was really slow, where I was like, hurry up. Yeah. Um, Overall, um, some things I liked about the game. I liked the artwork. I liked the music in the game. Um, During certain moments, there would be... 
I don't know, some like acoustic or instrumental that would come in and then you would know the shit's about to get real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a very quiet game, right? Like um, you, you are in this park and really the, there's no like real soundtrack and stuff. There's, there's definitely moments where, like, music comes on or, yeah. like, songs play, but for the most part, you are, like, kind of in quiet most of the game. The only... And really, like, I think I would have lost my mind while playing this game if it wasn't for Delilah. And Delilah, like we mentioned, is this person who is also a fire watcher, but she's in a different tower controlling a different side of the park, but you guys get to communicate through a walkie-talkie. And she's really kind of the only other person in the game that you get to, like interact with in any way and uh you guys get to talk through the walkie-talkie and you have different choices you can kind of like flirt with her during the summer which i definitely did or you can like get angry at her or you can just kind of like ignore let her, her. T- ignore her which <laughs> what shelby did she no i didn't <laughs> she okay i did not like delilah just one when i started the game um i don't know i know she had like a sarcastic attitude you know, she was not, just generally when you meet, well, you never meet her, like, officially, but she liked to play some games, oh, as I like alert. to <laughs> call it. You know, when I'm, like, I'm in intense focus on some task, then, oh, it's her voice, and that would scare me. Yeah, she tries to do a lot of, like, a lot of scary things, just talking to you, but um, but for the most part, she's, like, She's fine. She uh, she gets to talk to you, which is nice, because otherwise you really would be super lonely. And in the beginning, Henry starts off as kind of a dick. Like, he is kind of angry. He doesn't have, like, the nicest things to say. But you spend, like, a whole summer with her. Well, not with her, but at least you get to talk to her for a whole summer. And you kind of, you definitely develop something for her, even if you end up ignoring her and stuff. You kind of just want her around. So... I did like the voice acting, though, of Delilah and yeah, Henry. the voice acting is on point for this game. I thought it was an interesting choice. Um, I never got to see Delilah, and I I don't get to look at myself. Like, while I'm playing the game, the only thing I can see is just my legs, like when I'm climbing things, and yeah. maybe my hands, too, but you never really see your face, so it's really first-person view. It's a, oh yeah, I mean yeah. it's a first person game for sure. Um, but yeah, there, I thought it was awkward. There's no like reflection. Like if yeah. you go to the water, you can't really like see your face or anything. Um, maybe it was just easier to draw. I don't know, but maybe like the way they modeled it was just kind of like floating arms and legs. But but yeah, I guess like you've already spoiled a ton that I thought we were gonna get into later. Oh, um, but before we go into like talking about like the ending of the game, let's actually just give me a couple like bullet points on like what you liked and didn't like about the game. What I liked was, I liked the music in some scenarios. I liked the artwork. I liked the voice acting. So that's things I liked. And things I didn't like, um, I didn't like, I didn't, well, this would, I feel like I would spoil it if I said what I didn't like because it would be too specific. Um, Oh, another thing that I did like, I liked the UI, you know, like, um well because i'm with the menus yes the menus i thought i really liked it it was clean and i think just overall the art direction of the game i really appreciated that yeah 100 percent. like my bullet points definitely the artwork and kind of like the ambiance the feel like the whole theme and 
um, about this game was just great. I couldn't, there was nothing wrong, I thought, about, like, the way it looked. Uh, I think voice acting, uh, I thought the, the music or, like, the, the audio direction was really great, too. For the most part, it was quiet, but it was, it was intentional. Like, there's a reason why sometimes you don't hear anything. And, you know, you focus a lot on the nature. I think, like, the setting is just really cool. I was, like, I was super pumped to play a game about, like, a national park. Like, you don't do that very often. Uh, but, yeah, there are quite a few things I didn't like. Um, the one where I think we should just kind of go into it, which I should say that I hated the ending. I yeah, honestly that's what I thought was the ending say. was almost detrimental to the game. It almost, like, lowered my experience with the first half of the game. So, I guess let's talk a little bit more about the story. So, you know, you don't play the whole summer. It kind of skips around, jumps, like, different days while you're being a Firewatch Ranger. But in the beginning, it starts off kind of fun, you know? Like, there's people... There's, like, these two girls in the beginning of the game where, you know, they're just... Teenagers. Yeah, two teenagers, like, getting wild, like, in the middle of the park. You know, they're on the water, like, blasting music, and they have fireworks, and they have, like, beers, and they just, like, drop all the cans everywhere and stuff, and... I thought it was kind of cool. One of your first tasks is to, like, go clean that up. It's like, And you have the choice of, like, you can clean up the park. You can pick up the beers and, like, throw them away if you want. Or or you can leave them there and be a horrible ranger, but I'm not that. Um, <laughs> but then there comes a point of the game where, like, the tone just totally changes. Yeah. Because those girls go missing. And you end up going to their campsite, and that whole thing is, like, ravaged, right? Yes. Like, their campsite's, like, destroyed, and the girls are missing. And then you get, like, alerts. Well... Besides, well, you never know if those were the specific girls that was missing. Delilah True, says yeah. that, well, you have a conversation with Delilah and she says, oh, there's these two girls missing. And then a conversation, was it the girls that we saw? And Delilah never said anything, never reported it. So it's kind of like they're in this weird mess, like they could be responsible or not. And then you see a letter that the teenagers wrote about how creepy you are blah 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 yeah so you get this idea that the girls are being followed and that's when that's when the game starts kind of changing into a a thing that i i didn't expect and i kind of didn't like which is yeah it becomes kind of like it's not a scary game but it, it tries to give off these horror vibes where like yeah these girls are being chased and now they're missing so obviously you're gonna draw conclusions right like oh they were probably killed they're probably stalked there's also a point in the game early where you go back to your tower and there's like the shadowy figure guy. Yes, and that freaked me out. Um, going back, it was really early on in the game and there's this guy, you have a conversation with Delilah and this is why I didn't like her. She's <laughs> like, oh, there's people outdoors. Yeah, you know, this she's, job entails. She's, she's just like, you know, <laughs> makes fun of you. She's like, I'm feeling really weary. There's this guy and she's just like, you She's know very what? You're gonna it. you're gonna meet people out here in this <laughs> job, and which is ironic that she says that because you literally never meet anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so like, she was full of shit. Well, you might meet some people. Well, you might. Oh, we're spoilers now. We're <laughs> talking. You know, you know this game by now. It's been out for a so, year. I'm sorry. I f- I did feel like the storyline overall it was compelling throughout. There were so many things like, are they experimenting? You know, trying to. Like, research on us, the teenagers, like this, that. It was a very suspenseful all the way throughout. And then the ending was like, oh, it was just that. Even though it felt very tragic, I felt like it was building up to more. Well, 
show me a lot, but let's, let's explain what that means. <laughs> so again, right? Like you switch through different days throughout the summer where you end up doing different tasks. For the most part, like a lot of the days you're kind of just chilling and you're kind of just, uh, you know, being a ranger and you eat lunch and you fish and you kind of just sit. Uh, but then like some days things get weird. Like you discover this closed off section of the park that's behind like a barbed wire fence. Yeah. And uh, eventually you get to go in there and you see like a lot of radio equipment. And more importantly, you see like these these logs of your conversations with Delilah. It's like you you see people writing and overhearing your conversation. Which is a little scary, right? Because they're like, whoa, why are they listening to us talking? Um, in the meantime, you also start learning that the reason you're a Firewatch member is because the people before you were went missing also. Yes. Well, not that they went missing because they thought they just left. You know. Well, they pieced, right? Like, yeah. they just left the job, like, immediately. And it was, uh, it was like, this guy. I, I can't remember his name. I don't know if you remember his name. Ned. Ned. Yeah, Ned just pieced one day. He was just like, oh, I'm done. You're getting out of here. Um, and there's a lot of weird stuff that happens around there, right? Because, like, well, why did they get to leave? And maybe they got you know, killed or something. And maybe the person who killed Ned is also the person who kidnapped and killed, like, the two girls that went missing in the beginning of the game. And maybe Ned is also the one listening to your conversations. And, like, the game is trying to set this whole, like, kind of ambiance and thought for you, you know, trying to lead you this way. And then, obviously, the game's going to pull, like, a 180 at the end, right? It's kind of... It's going to make you, like... It's going to distract you, so then, then they show you, like, the real, like, twist ending or something. But, but actually, I don't, I don't think there was. So you end up learning that... Ned had a son. Brian Goodwin. Brian Goodwin. So I guess his name's Ned Goodwin. But yeah, yeah Brian Goodwin um, was like a young kid. I don't know, probably like around like 10 years old or something. Yeah. Who was hanging out with his dad around Nature Park. And his dad wanted to go rock climbing and into one of the caves. But unfortunately, Brian was not good at rock climbing. And an accident happened and he passed away. He hated it. And... Um... I've been trying to avoid those caves, but some of the tasks I had to do, I had to go through that. And when I went through it the first time, um, something that happened was I did find Brian's fort with his stuff. It was his homework. It was like he just left, you know, um, because there's all these things. There was a electronic game device. Um, he was just trying to build this fort for the summer. And one of the things he wrote was he left the rope and hooks because that would be easier to say that you lost them on the trail than to, like, you know, make up some other excuse because he really did not want to hike and rope climb. Yeah, he kept pretending like he lost his equipment. So, yeah, that's why he made the fort. He made, the he made like, this area of the park where he can just kind of go to and play. He draws a lot. So, like, when you discover it, you... It, like, the game does a good job of, like, trying to humanize him. Yes. Trying to, like, get you to learn a little bit more about Brian and who he was. And, you know, to, that way, like, the payoff at the end when you, unfortunately, you have to find, like, his body, um, you kind of get a sense of, like, oh, you know, I'm really sorry that he passed away. You know, I'm sorry that he died. But, and this is where, like... This is, this is a problem I had with the game where, like, I kind of didn't care. Like, I mean, I, I felt bad, I guess, but I don't know any of these things. Like, this whole game, we should mention, takes about, like, four to five hours to beat. 
And there's so many different storylines going on. You get, like, this Ned stuff, but then you also have this Delilah stuff going on. And you also have, like, your, your, whole, your past. Yeah, your own baggage. And the game's trying to juggle, like, these three different things. But honestly, I think it kind of drops it all on the floor. I think so, too. Like, I think I felt bad for not caring enough. Like, I did feel bad when I did see him. And that's because, like, I mean, how many games yeah. are showing you a dead body of a kid? That's kind of weird. And it, then, it is unsettling. I mean, it's, it's I cool. seen it. I walked past it. And then I said, hey, Delilah, blah, blah, blah. This is... We you found know, a body. Yeah, this is what happened. And then everything kind of, like, comes together, right? So, no, there weren't people listening to your conversations. Well, there was. It was Ned. Because he, he also has the walkie-talkie set to the same frequency and channel. So, he can hear you guys. Um, so, that's a little weird. There's a point in the game where he knocks you out, which is, like, super kind of scary. Because it happens all of a sudden. She'll be freaked the fuck out <laughs> on that part. I didn't expect it, you know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, you never see Ned. You find his hideout later. So he left the job because he kind of just, he left too. He kind of, uh, he's still living in a park. He's kind of like nomadic. He's basically um, trying to come to terms with basically killing his son. You know, it was an accident, but it was because of like, you know, he blames himself because he took him rock climbing and uh, he lost his son. And he can't go back to his life. You know, he, he wants to like just stay there, you know, kind of remembering his son that way. Um, but well, he, never he seen didn't want to get caught either. And it's kind of weird so my opinion, it was, the way it was let out was that his kid did die from rock climbing. But then, you know, in conversation with Henry and Delilah, it was like, oh, maybe, you know, he made it seem that way. What do you mean? He made it, Ned made it seem that his kid died that way because there's a lot of other dialogue like, yeah, Ned wasn't such a great dad and this and that, so... Oh, you're saying that there's a chance that Ned just, like, actually killed him? That was my impression. Like, maybe. Oh, it was see. just, like, a thought, you know? I see what you mean. Uh, I Maybe. I, I haven't played this game for a while, so, like, I don't remember that vibe, but there's a chance. I don't know. This game is trying to juggle a bunch of shit. That I, I, I think it really it hurts the game because... There's no, like, clear... There's no mission in the game, you know? Like, it's... And I know a lot of people complain about these things. Like, maybe it's not really a game, you know? It's, like, an experience. It's, like, an interactive movie or something. And, like, that's fine. But it's a game. And I think the payoff is... It's slacking. It's slacking. And, uh... But then, like, some crazier shit happens where, uh... There is an actual fire. There's, like, a fire that's been yeah. burning for a couple days... And you see it getting bigger and bigger throughout your experience in the game. It's called the Flapjack Fire. The Flapjack Fire. How come? I don't remember that. I don't know why. Oh. Delana calls it that, right? It's not well, like its real name. She made like a joke about something. You're like a Flapjack. And a Flapjack, I think, was just... Like a pancake? No. Because <laughs> I'm like, that's the only Flapjack I know. Flapjack is like if you go into a bar... And like you meet a guy. I can't remember like the exact meaning behind why... She, she called it like flapjack, but <laughs> something about that. Yeah, Delilah's very elusive, <laughs> I think. Um, but anyway, yeah, so like you have to eventually evacuate your part of the camp, your park, because of this fire. So there's only one trail in the whole game. Yes. And there's only one path, and it's leading you to Delilah's tower because there's going to be a chopper that's evacuating both of you from her location. And this is like the end of the game. This is, like, everything's in fire. Everything's, like, 
around you is like engulfed in flames and you're trying to escape. You're trying to get to this helicopter. But more importantly, this is like, this is it. This is the end of the game. This is your chance to see Delilah. This is your chance to finally get to know who you've been conversing with the whole summer. Who like, you know, your Henry in the game is probably attached to by now and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, what, what do you think? What happens then? And then, you know, I I took a long time trying to get to her tower. I got a little lost. She got very lost. Even though it's I like was It's like a 10-minute very... walk, and it took me like two hours no. to get there because she was fucking lost. <laughs> even though I was very close. So one thing that already pissed me off with Delilah <laughs> was, you know, she told me, I felt like I had to do so much throughout the summer. I had to check out the camps. I had to check out the cave. I had to do this. And I get it. She has seniority because she's been there for, I don't know how many years, but longer than I have. And I think, so the helicopters come and then she tells Henry, we, we got this beeping device from the camp kind of like the fenced off area and she's like oh check where that is blah 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 so that's the last task before we had to go to the helicopter and then once we go to the helicopter she says like maybe I should leave and my reaction to that and there were choices was this whole time like you know I'm doing all of this there's a fire I risked my life following this dumb device and yeah. she wants to peace out immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of bullshit. I mean, the choices that you see at that point, I think, are, you know, hey, don't go away from me. Yeah. There's also another choice that's like, yeah, you should go, be safe. And I don't know, maybe it's like a silence thing. Um, but yeah, the main two choices are like, hey, stay with me or, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And obviously, I chose, hey, wait for me, like, stay with me. I want to, like, meet you and stuff. But no matter what you pick, she's gone. She just takes off without you. She tells you that, like, I'm sorry, I gotta do this. And she and she leaves. She pieces. So, like, you finally get to her tower in, at the end of the game, and you see, like, her room, like, what's in there. And, like, there's, like, a drawing of you and, you know, stuff that she's been mentioning throughout the summer. But there's no Delilah. And I, I respect the hell out of what Campo Santo is trying to do here. I get it. You know, like... Delilah is in your head. She's whatever you want her to be. She's as beautiful or as ugly or as old or as young or as funny or, like, not as nice as whatever you think she sounds like. But it was a huge cop-out. I think that was a huge, like, so. slap in the fucking face. I already didn't like her, and what she did make me like her a lot less from, I don't know, what meter that would be rating. <laughs> <laughs> this is my main problem with Firewatch is, like, there's no, there's no payoff. There's no, like success in the game like none of the storylines really got any kind of closure it's like sure you find out that the kid is dead but like you don't find out what happened to ned like he just leaves again you you don't meet delilah you still have all this baggage about your past and there's a fucking fire in the forest (laughs) (laughs) it's like everything bad that could happen happened and like the game ends and then like i get it you know it's artistic you know, it's open-ended, you know, maybe you meet up with her later, maybe you come no, back No, she doesn't summer. want to. I know, she's, ugh, you know, That's it's, it's such a, I, this was my, yeah, it's just, I hated the ending of the game so much that, like, otherwise, I would have given this game, like, a nine. Yeah. But, like, the ending, to me, like, removed so much of the experience I had with the game because I was so, like, I was so into, you know, being in the woods and doing all this stuff, but 
I was waiting for, like, a payoff. I thought the game was going to be, like, a horror mystery game at the end, but, like, that didn't happen. Maybe I thought it was going to be, like, a romance game, and I get to, like, meet Delilah and stuff, but that didn't happen. Maybe I get over my past, and maybe I see Julia again or something, but that didn't happen. Maybe the force is okay, but that didn't happen. Like, all these things, like, which kind of... There's no resolution. There's no resolution, and, uh... I mean, I guess the resolution was, like, okay, this is the end of the summer, and... At least you know you're safe, you know? I guess. I don't know. But, I kind of wish I... Yeah. Well, there is an alternate ending. I wish you died. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is an alternate ending to the game where, like, while the park is in, engulfed in flames, if you don't get to Delilah's Tower, if you keep, like, fucking around or something, um, eventually the fire will, like, spread and you will die. <laughs> that is a... I mean, but yeah. that's It's it's not really an alternate ending. It's just, like... I think it's the only way in the game you actually lose. Okay. It's the only way you actually die. But even that's, like, not that interesting. Um, what I did like, though, besides we're not bashing, I really did like this game. I am not sure how I obtained a camera. So throughout the game, I have this camera. You found it in one of the container things. Okay. Well, I have, like, this um, camera that, you know, I can take pictures with. So I was taking pictures of all of these beautiful places that I was walking to, running to, and at the end of the game, you could look at the images that you took, and I think you could even print them out, or... You can order postcards. Yes, postcards. You can can pay money to them, so they can print out your pictures and send them to you, which, honestly, I think is a weird move, because, like, Campo Santa has some balls to ask me for more money at the end of the game, (laughs) (laughs) to, like, print pictures that I could have just taken myself, with, like probably even better resolution because it tries to it tries to replicate one of those like disposable cameras you can buy so it's like yeah the resolution is a little bit smaller and and i fucked up because i thought that camera so yeah again right like you get the camera in the beginning of the game and you basically you, you have 10 pictures that you can take and literally take pictures of whatever you want throughout the game. But you only have 10. So I thought I was like, whoa, I, I think only it's have 10. more so than 10, like 15. Maybe, okay. But it's it's definitely like a, a limited amount, you know? Yeah. Um, and I thought, man, this camera is going to be super important later. I better take a picture of the camp where the girls are missing. Because like maybe we're going to need that. She I, mentions I, that. Like, she mentioned that, yeah. yeah. Maybe I should take a picture of this locked gate. So, like, all my pictures were, like, super important to the story, but ugly as fuck. Because I took a picture of, like, a fence. I took a picture of a tent. I took a picture of my tower, which that one was kind of cool. And the worst part, I took a picture of the dead boy. Because I thought that was going to be really important. I thought, like, they were going to ask me for, like, oh, my God, thank you for taking a picture. We, now we know where to find a boy or something. But no, you know, it was a big, like, fuck me. When at the end of the game, like, I see this, all the pictures I took, and they're all shitty, and Campos Santos asked me for money to print this bullshit. I was, I was pretty upset. I did take beautiful, uh, in the beginning, I took beautiful snapshots of, like, oh, that's a beautiful sunrise, sunset, or I like the way the lighting is on the trees, the shadows, but then once I came back after being sick... I was too immersed with finishing the game, finishing the quest. I didn't really take pictures. So you know what? I encourage you guys to use up all the pictures, take beautiful snapshots. And at the game, at the end of the game, you get to see see it, you know, with the credits. Yeah, just make sure you take pretty ones. <laughs> Don't take a picture of, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, that said, like, I have a lot of issues with the game, but they're almost entirely all about the ending. 
Um, other than that, like, I really did have a good time, like, everything before that. Um, as much as I think the payoff for meeting Delilah wasn't there, I still enjoyed talking to her. Um, I didn't hate her as much as you did until she left I didn't me. hate her. She just... Well, I want to go back to the earlier in the <laughs> podcast when you were like, I hated Delilah. <laughs> but, I, um, would, yeah. I don't know if I would call her a friend. Um, I think, you know, she was a... It was some camaraderie because we were in, like, all these uh, weird scenarios together where we had to stick together. Yeah, there, but, were, there were points where, like, when the girls are missing, right? Yeah. And she's afraid that we knew that and we were going to get in trouble because we knew the girls were missing or something. And eventually the cops were going to come back to us or something. But, oh, also, I don't think we resolved the girls missing. They fucking, they were just found later. They showed up in, like, some town and they were there for, like, days or, like, weeks, maybe months or something. They were just there. <laughs> like, nothing happened to the girls. They weren't kidnapped. They weren't killed. They were just there. They just, remember? Or I don't you even that. remember that yeah, part. Yeah, she didn't remember that well, part. Yeah, Delilah one day, she just messaged you randomly in the walkie-talkie. Maybe I didn't, like, like, even hey, remember those? Up. Remember those girls? They're fine. They yeah. were found. Like, that's bullshit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, Delilah's cool. I think the game was aesthetically really pleasing. I, I think so, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really glad you got to play it. Like, I'm glad we, we should We should talk it. about, like, when I played this game, it reminded me a lot of Gone Home. Um, which oh, yeah. I adored. You know, I mean, I think everyone does, but Gone Home was kind of like this game, uh, but better in every way. It had a better ending. It had a better vibe. I was... Gone Home or yeah, Firewatch? Gone Home. Gone okay. Home. I was scared the whole time in Gone Home until I realized that I didn't need to be. Yeah, it was like, kind of <laughs> freaky, like some things and... I don't know. That had, they yeah. had too many rooms. Why does this house have too many rooms? I don't know. Like, some people have nice houses. <laughs> I mean, it's just a game. Whatever. That's what it comes down to. Like, it's a game. It's like I know. A, it is like a mansion, though. It I know. Like it's just, mansion. like, too much rooms. Yeah. It even has, like, its own greenhouse, right? <laughs> I like think a, so, too. Like and... Anyway, that's a different game, different discussion. Um, so, are there any uh, closing thoughts towards Firewatch? Again, I think Firewatch is a really good game. But I don't think it's great, and I don't think it's amazing. I think it's good. I still get, I still stand by, like, my... My 7.5 kind of thing. I wish... I don't know. I wish it was longer. I wish I could see more. I think, actually, they just released a new update to the game. Okay. Um, that lets you just explore the park. Like, without story, without anything, you just oh, cool. walk around the park. So, I, I might give it a shot. I'd um, want to do that. Yeah, I think I might do that, too. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'd recommend it. Um, I think it's a... It was a good experience for me. Overall, positive... And those small things that I didn't like, I don't think they really took away from the things that I did like. For now, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm really glad I finished it. Um, Besides just, like, finishing this game, the experience about being Henry, learning about um, his past and being here for the summer and feeling really immersed in the scenery, it's something that I really enjoyed, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely waiting to see what Camposanto's next game is going to be because I know they're going to knock it out of the park because they know what they did wrong now. Definitely, and, like, they're gonna they're gonna do. They nailed the mechanics. They nailed like the 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 visuals. Now they just need to improve the story. And I was impressed, like from just the UI point of the menus mm-hmm. and a lot of games. I feel like they do too much. 
you know, and like I can't ever find what I'm trying to look for because there's something on the left, there's something on the bottom, you know, there's all these like little icons to tell me this, that, and it felt very clear for me, you know, like here's your map and that's it. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but cool. So I guess that will probably bring an end to our first episode of this podcast. Um, I think we're going to do this every week, maybe. Hopefully if everything goes well. So thank you for listening. And Thanks for watching. Yeah, and again, uh, I'm Oscar. I'm Shelby. And have a good day.